Hello there, and welcome to the SLP Now podcast. This month, we're talking all about literacy-based therapy. If you want to see all of the things that we have going on, or if you want to find out how to earn ASHA CEUs for listening to these episodes, head to slpnow.com slash lit. That's S-L-P-N-O-W dot com slash L-I-T. And now let's get to the episode. For our early unit, um, the example that we're talking about is using Apple Trouble. Let's talk about some of the different activities we could use across the framework. So the first step is pre-story knowledge activation. Um, and some things that we can do are to um, just take a virtual field trip of a forest if the students aren't familiar with that. Um, so one thing that I found while I was looking for um, some activities, like I went on Edpuzzle and I found a video where um, it just gives an over, it shows like live, well not live, but it shows video footage of real animals um, that live in a forest. So I thought that could be a really great place to start. Um, another activity that I really like to do, like I mentioned this before, um, is story grammar. So I like to um, use, I have an interactive story grammar that I created um, for the SLP Now membership, um, but it has, so it has the organizer um, and it has interactive pieces that we can use when we actually get to the interactive story component, but there's interactive pieces. But what I would do is just duplicate the organizer and then just clear off the icons because we don't need those. Um, and then I would just have the students look at the book and fill, we might take pictures of the book um, or we can just write in who we think the character is and where we think the story happens. And so we would just fill in that organizer, um, whether like I have a laminated version that I'll use and just use dry erase marker if we're doing this in person um, or if we're doing teletherapy, I'll just use the digital template and go from there. Um, and then for shared reading, I just read the book. Um, and then with that, I would just, I found the book on Edpuzzle again and I, just went through, I would watch it first to make sure it's appropriate. Um, and then I would just run through that with my students. Then for post-story comprehension, some things that I might do um, in my units, I have a list of literal and inferential questions. So I can pull those. Um, or if the student needs more support, I can, um, I have visual, like I have a page of questions with three visual choices, which is really great for the students who really struggle with questions and need much more support. Um, and then if students are kind of in the middle, I might still use the list of questions and just prevent, present them verbally, but use other supports like finding the evidence in the book or whatever that might be. Um, so that is step three. And then for focus skill activities, 
this really depends on where the student, what goals the students are working on. But like I mentioned in the, the, the second section of the presentation, um, we can use a lot of general activities um, to target students' skills. So some things that we might do, um, so within, if we're working on vocabulary goals, um, I, I mentioned the vocabulary journal. So um, a lot of my younger students are working on like categories and object functions. And I created some vocabulary pages where we would, we'll go through and we'll come up with like a child-friendly definition. Um, if we're working on categories, we'll come up with a child-friendly definition. Um, we'll, it includes an activity where they identify example, exemplars or non-exemplars of the category, and they can go ahead and like cross out the ones that are not examples, and they can circle the ones that are, or whatever, they, whatever floats their boat. Um, and then we can build on that category by adding screenshots from the book that we read um, or drawing pictures or just writing in examples. So if we're working on animals and we read um, Apple Trouble, there's um, definitely a hedgehog in the story and we can list out the other animals and add it to their category page. And the cool thing is, is I would, I this page belongs to the student. so. Um, I can create a Google slide. If we're doing this virtually, I would create a Google slide document um, that includes all of their vocabulary pages. And I can go through, um, like if we read Apple Trouble this month, we can add all of the animals in that book. And then if next month we read the mitten, for example, then we can add in all of those animals. And it's something that we continue to revisit. We continue to revisit the pages and everything, like all the things that we worked on. Um, the same goes for object functions. Um, and then while we're doing these activities, so yeah, it's perfect for the student who has the category goal, but we can also, it's still language rich. So if we're working on grammar, we can have the student who's working on grammar create sentences about the animals or non-animals on the vocabulary page. And that will benefit the student who's working on that grammar goal, but it also benefits the student who's working on the category goal because they get more meaningful exposure to that concept and those skills. So that's one example of what we can do as a focus skill activity. Um, some other things that we can do, um, I created boom cards to um, teach, like to give more structured practice for a variety of skills like vocabulary, grammar, vocabulary. Um, so that's an option. Um, if we want to do more structured practice with uh, any type of target, whether it's grammar or vocabulary, they have some fun games online. Um, we can create a Jeopardy game and um, maybe we have like different questions on there and then the students are challenged to use their vocabulary targets and their grammar targets. And um, another way to, like I like doing describing games and things like that. So using simple things like, um, like we might use the vocabulary cards and we'll roll a dice and the student who's working on grammar has to tell me three sentences about the squirrel. And the student working on categories has to 
tell, like if they roll a four, they have to tell me the names of four animals or whatever it may be. So we can do different types of activities and just um, be strategic in how we set them up to target a variety of goals. Um, and then with the parallel story, um, again, I would open up the graphic organizer and have students fill that in. Um, and I like to create um, the graphic organizer in Google Slides. Um, so we would just create different pages, type in the text, and um, like we could take screenshots from the story, we could find Google images, we can take our own photos, whatever it may be, we can set that up. Um, and I do have a separate video that shows kind of a walkthrough of how to set up your own slides to make that happen. Um, so if you're interested in that, you can reach out to us at hello at slpnow.com um, and we can kind of share that tutorial. Okay, so that wraps up the early plans. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for joining us today. And be sure to head to slpnow.com lit to access the show notes, find out about ASHA CEUs, and to find out everything else that we're doing around literacy-based therapy this month. Again, that's slpnow.com lit. And can't wait to see you next week.